Hello and welcome to Living Life. What do you talk to God about when you pray? And generally, we can kind of broadly say everything. You know, we talk to God about everything. But if you go a little bit more detailed, oftentimes we may find that our answer is actually we talk to God about things that we may be thankful for, or perhaps even more often, things that we need. But oftentimes we don't quite do a good job in some ways coming before God, exposing our whole self before Him. The Psalms are poems, and it's a collection of 150 different poems, but they all have different genres and styles. Um, and one of the biggest categories of Psalms are Psalms of Thanksgiving, but just alongside them with just as many or perhaps even more. About a third of the Psalms are what we call Lament Psalms. Psalms that express a plea for help, a cry to God in the middle of distress. And today's Psalm begins uh, with that kind of lament feeling. The Psalmist uh, brings out a troubled situation before the Lord and asks God to hear him. Ask the Lord to hear him and to answer him in the middle of his distress. So. Today, as we dig into today's word, let's discover how the psalmist cries out to the Lord amidst the deep, deep suffering. Psalm chapter 102, verses 1 through 11. Hear my prayer, Lord. Let my cry for help come to you. Do not hide your face from me when I am in distress. Turn your ear to me when I call. Answer me quickly. For my days vanish like smoke. My bones burn like glowing embers. My heart is belighted and withered like grass. I forget to eat my food. In my distress I groan aloud and am reduced to skin and bones. I am like a desert owl, like an owl among the ruins. I lie awake. I have become like a bird alone on a roof. All day long my enemies taunt me. Those who rail against me use my name as a curse. For I eat ashes as my food and mingle my drink with tears. Because of your great wrath, for you have taken me up and thrown me aside. My days are like the evening shadow. I wither away like grass. Welcome back to Living Life. As you saw in the passage, the psalmist is coming to the Lord uh, just really, really raw, exposing uh, all the struggles that they're going through and just coming and pouring their heart out before the Lord. Many times in our lives, we experience in some ways similar struggles to what the psalmist describes. We experience those periods of deep, deep valleys, of deep, deep suffering. Whether it's a loss in the family, or whether it's physical pain in our bodies, whether it's a social dynamic, as in we don't feel comfortable in our communities, or we don't feel welcome in our communities. We feel a little bit ostracized or uh, left, a, left alone. Or perhaps it's uh, things like cancer. Maybe it's, it's a common uh, struggle oftentimes today that we hear about. Whatever the case, the psalmist brings it all before the Lord. And as we see in verses 1 and 2, the psalmist is really, really desperate when he comes before the Lord. The psalmist says, Hear my prayer, O Lord. 
Let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Incline, my ear to, incline your ear to me and answer me speedily in the day when I call. There's a hunger for God to meet the psalmist in the middle of their struggle. What is this kind of struggle? For the psalmist, the psalmist tends to describe it in three capacities. It's broken up into the first section, which is talking about a physical suffering. The second dimension is a social, and the third one is even a spiritual element of suffering. The first section of suffering talks about is in verses three and four. Uh, the, the psalmist says that they have lost their appetite. They have, uh, they have forgotten to eat. And on the surface, that just sounds like, oh, just maybe time passed by and they forgot to eat. But the words, if we examine a little bit deeper, it, it begins to say things like, um, I forget to eat my bread. And the cause of it in some ways is because the heart has been struck down like grass and has withered. So it's not simply a forgetting to eat, but the suffering is so intense that they have lost their appetite. Furthermore, the psalmist says in verse five, because of my loud groaning, my bones cling to my flesh. I mean, you have to cry desperately to reach that point where it feels like your whole body is tense and coming out to the Lord, uh, just in so much physical stress or physical struggle. You know, when you're relaxed, your body's at ease, but when you're tense, when you're stressed, your body tightens up. And the psalmist is describing a lot of these physical symptoms in very, very metaphorical and creative ways to express just how raw they are feeling, how much physical suffering or this physical situation is not okay in their life. The psalmist continues in uh, verses six uh, by talking about this very, very strange metaphor of being a desert owl in the wilderness or like an owl of the waste places, or uh, like a lonely sparrow, or a lonely bird on the rooftop or on the housetop. The psalmist uses an interesting metaphor of birds. And for us today, we may not be familiar with, with why the psalmist is using these descriptive birds. Why birds of all things? For the biblical authors, birds represented vulnerability. Specifically, the types of birds mentioned here weren't necessarily clean animals. Owls were not considered a clean animal according to the religious law system. Furthermore, uh, the emphasis is also on the location of where these birds are. The desert wilderness, where the desert owl is. The wilderness. The next one is the waste places. And the final one is on the rooftop. The heavy emphasis is on this one adjective that happens before the word, the bird. It's the lonely bird or the lonely sparrow. The emphasis is on this social isolation, this deep, deep uh, feeling of distress. The final element is a spiritual one. And it talks about uh, that the psalmist eats ashes like bread. It's kind of interesting play on because earlier, the psalmist had just said that he forgets to eat but now he says he eats ashes like bread. The word ashes refers to sorrow or distress. In other words, the psalmist's sorrow or distress is their food. That's how afflicted they feel. They feel abandoned by God. How, do you ever feel this way, where you feel like God is distant from you? Well, you're not alone. But I pray that as you begin to uh, wrestle with some of your distress before the Lord, you'll find that He is the one who meets us. 
In the book by Lee Strobel called A Case for Faith, he tells the story of a man named Mark Herringer who lived in Boston. And one snowy winter, Mark had pulled into his driveway after shopping for groceries. And uh, his young child, his two children, a young boy and an 18-month-old daughter, jumped out of the car with them. And as he was beginning to shovel snow, he asked his wife to repark the car. But the wife had told him, uh, said to him, Mark, can you keep an eye out on our children? And he had kind of ignored the message. And uh, as he was shoveling snow and his wife was pulling the car out uh, and moving the car to a different place, they suddenly heard a sharp cry of pain. The 18-month-old daughter was caught underneath the car and let out a brief scream of pain before dying. And it was a nightmare for the family. And Mark said that he didn't even know how to breathe in that moment. He didn't know how to deal with all his distress. And with all that sorrow, he ran before the Lord. He went to the Lord. He, he was so mentally, emotionally beat up that he would hold the Bible while he was sleeping. It would be his comfort. And slowly but surely, God brought him out of that place of deep, deep sorrow, of deep, deep guilt, and God met him. Mark says later that it, the fact that God met him and that God used him later to be a blessing, that doesn't take away the pain and the guilt and the sorrow uh, that he experienced there. But one thing that helped him to uh, really walk with God through the midst of his pain and sorrow was simply knowing that God is with him, that God himself suffered in the person of Jesus who died on the cross, that Jesus was a man of sorrows. He was acquainted with grief and that he experienced the utmost suffering on that cross when he died for our sake. So today, wherever you are, uh, whichever struggles you're going through, I encourage you, turn to the Lord and discover that he has already suffered and gone before you and he will meet you in your suffering. Mark, in his struggle, really turned to God, and he asked God to meet him. And there he found that God had, was, was there in the middle of his, his deep, deep storm in the, in the loss of his child. And as he began to really draw near to God, he found God leading him to pray for other people. And within five years of the accident, the five neighbors who were living around him, the five families, three of them came to faith in Jesus. And as he was interceding, he began to realize that though the, it wasn't okay, he wasn't all right with all that had happened, but God had helped him to see something bigger than his own immediate grief. When he put his focus on God and not on his own struggle, he discovered that God was leading him to really help others to know God as the God of all comfort. Mark was able to see that God was able to bring eternal good out of something as horrific as the death of his child. And I pray that in whichever struggle you're going through, that you will begin to see God moving and God comforting you for one, but also God helping you to help others to know him. So let's pray today together. Father God, we want to come before you with recognizing that we are broken, that we, are, we have struggles in our life. Lord, I pray that you help us to find that our needs are met in you, that you are our God, and that you hear us when we call out to you, and you care deeply, Lord. 
And Father, I pray that you would give us your eyes to see our same situation and discover that, Lord, you deeply love us and you are there with us. So thank you, Lord, for this time. Be with us as we walk out today. And in your name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer, see 